You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so glad you could be with me as we begin our summer here in the U.S. And here we are, in fact, beginning to return to normal. Movie theaters are open, restaurants have no restrictions, and life is beginning to return to that wonderful normal. Well, sort of anyway. People are still getting vaccinations, but the doctors did not realize that those who have had the vaccination, in fact, shed. And actually, it's getting some people who are not vaccinated sick. I myself got very sick from having dinner with friends one day after they received the vaccination and I'm not vaccinated by choice and yet I became very sick for over a week so now I'm just waiting for a period of time to pass before I start being around people once again you know this was a total surprise for me but I just want to mention that Dr. Christine Northrup and Dr. Sherry Tinpity has some really great information on the shedding effects of those who have not had the vaccination. So if you want more info, please go to BitChute and watch their videos for more precise information. That's Dr. Christine Northrup and Dr. Sherry Tinpenny. Now, Mike Adams, also known as a health ranger, also has some great information on this as well. Remember, those that have had the jab had an experimental injection that did not go through the normal lengthy clinical trials. So, of course, it was a bit of an unknown scenario. And I'm not saying if it was good or bad, just because people are different and they're affected differently. I just want you to find out the facts about what vaccinations can do especially for those who are not vaccinated. Another thing I discovered is that there's so much information out there flowing that actually contradicts each other. It's hard to know what's true. I learned about the coins sticking to the injection site, and that kind of validates that there may be metals in the injection. Well, I have a severe metal allergy. No doubt it was because of my childhood vaccinations that I received. So the chances are that if I took the injection, I could very well have a severe reaction to it. Then I mentioned it to friends and they sent me documentation that there's no metals in the vaccination. Mm. But the documentation was from the media, not a medical lab. So I think my intuition played a major part in my decision not to have the vaccination. I will take my intuition over a medical doctor's suggestion any day. So that is the key thing. Before doing any medical recommendations, I hope you'll all take the time to ask your body what you should do. Let your body communicate with you. If you feel iffy about a medical procedure, then listen. Don't do it and find an alternative that your body does resonate with. You were born with this incredible body, so don't disregard the knowledge within it. Talk to it, and it will give you messages that you can live by. Also, we're living in a time where there is so much information flowing throughout the internet. We have the information at our fingertips. 
and we can absolutely make a much better decision on the course of treatment or action that will benefit us personally, not the masses, but us personally. Our personal advice comes from within our body. Don't discount your body's infinite wisdom that affects your health. This is extremely important, especially right now. So today, I have a fabulous guest named Courtney Jones, all the way from Australia, who wrote the book, The Leader Within, Seven Steps to Ascension Leadership and Intuition in Business. Now, I know you're going to love, love, love Courtney Jones. So just want you to sit back, relax, get a cool beverage, and listen to these fantastic words from our sponsors. And then we're going to be right back with Courtney Jones all the way from Australia talking about our intuition and business. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network, heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries. Come join us on Facebook for your daily dose of inspiration and action that reveals the secret within you. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash Law of Attraction Radio Network. That's facebook.com forward slash Law of Attraction Radio Network. Did you know that every human uses only a small portion of their powerful mind? Jules Johnson, International Certified Hypnotherapist, wants to introduce you to your powerful mind in order to create your dream life. In as little as one session, Jules guides you into releasing limiting beliefs that keep you from achieving wealth, health, better relationships, and even true love. Schedule a session in Palm Springs or set up a Skype video session for those nationally and internationally. Jules would love to serve as your guide into living your dreams. Go to creativeguidedimagery.com or call 951-201-2166. That's creativeguidedimagery.com. It's here, it's hot, and it's a must-read. It's the science behind The Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. Okay, we are back. Listen, I just want to mention that the July issue of Law of Attraction magazine is our very, very special anniversary. We are celebrating 15 years of Law of Attraction radio network in the magazine, and it's going to be a great issue. If you'd like to advertise, I can promise you this is the issue to be in. We've got some great rates and you will be seen by people all over the world. So contact Gina at loamedia.com and I can promise you, you're gonna get a great low advertising rate for incredible worldwide exposure. Now, because as we just talked about our body knowing what is best for us health-wise, it's also important to consult your body and intuition for the health of your business. You know, it can be a tricky time in business right now. So if you're not tuned in to asking your intuition for guidance in all your business decisions, then you could be making a big mistake. Remember, you have all of the answers. If you tune into that inner guidance system, you will get them you will get everything you need to make the proper decision. That's why I'm so delighted to have Courtney Jones with us today. 
Her business expertise comes from running a busy retail florist business for five years. She was a fitness industry guru and personal trainer, and she helped people make lifestyle changes that actually improves their lifestyle. She also entered the corporate world and began observing body language and relationship dynamics and their effects on business outcomes. She knows the connection between the unconscious use of language to express needs and the underlying meaning of communications as determined by states of minds, attitudes, and perceptions. This is key in any business. As a matter of fact, it happens to be key in every area of your life. I'm so delighted to have Courtney with us today. Well, welcome, Courtney Jones, to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. So glad you could join me. Thank you, Jules. Good to be here. And you're all the way in Australia. Yes. Good morning from Australia. Morning time for us over here, and the weather is getting cooler. So we're definitely at opposites, aren't we? Yes, yes. But that's always a good, that makes it so interesting. And yeah. here in, in the U.S., we're into the summer months. And I'm in Southern California, so it is hot. <laughs> so I'm going to send all that hot air your way. Thank you. <laughs> you wrote a really, really neat book called The Leader Within. And this is really kind of important for us all to kind of grasp right now. Um, truly, leadership is what we need there's a lot of chaos going in the world, and um, this is perfect timing for all of us to read and find out the inner leadership that we have within us. Would you agree with that? Yes, absolutely. I feel as though we're, we are watching some older styles of leadership and you know, business strategy that have been around for a very long time and it's as if they are continuing to be dragged into the new world that we are looking at and there's so many things going on there are so many issues and more and more people individuals and communities are standing up and demanding change and the old styles just simply won't serve the the highest intentions of of the way the community is wanting us to go so now is the time for us to start to listen to what's happening inside when we think about business when we think about leading a group or a project or you know moving into something that has an impact broader than just on ourselves so how did you how did you go about writing it what what's your background in this well, it's, you know, they, our journeys are never just a straight line from A to B. And That's right. um, I guess, you know, how much time have you got? I've, ha I've had a couple of uh, past lives in terms of um, my business and career. I started out in small business. I, I ran a small business and, and through that process got to really understand, um, you know, team dynamics and relationship management when it comes to staff. I then moved into uh, government and corporate roles. I started working in larger organisations and being part of the machine. And that created, uh, pr provided the opportunity to peer through the window of an even bigger um, context for how organisations work and how decision making and leadership sits within that. Um, as I was in the corporate world and the government space, I was starting to ask questions myself about. What are these nudges that are happening inside me? Where are these little clues coming from? And I was on a, a journey of um, self-discovery at the time and started to, you know, study a few things and really um, get curious about human motivations and, you know, our, our psychology, particularly metaphysical psychology. So the book and, and this work has come about, um, I guess, through a collection of all of those experiences and all of that time that I have spent uh, being part of the system, but also as I started to uh, step outside and, and work with people in energy healing and, and hypnosis, I've kind of cobbled some bits together that um, looks like this beautiful Ascension Leadership model. So it's it was an organic process and 
I for a long time understood what I was doing but when I made the space to sit down and write the book thankfully luckily it beautifully fell out of my head in in that structured way that I could articulate that to other people. Oh, yeah. You know, as I said, I really think this is an important time for all of us to grasp it because all of us need to be leaders, but there's so much more. There's so much more metaphysically that we don't understand. So you're bringing it all together with NLP, hypnosis, and I'm a hypnotherapist too. And so it just makes sense um, that we need to kind of sidestep those blocks and bring out the leadership within us because we are powerful. Absolutely, 100%. And I think and feel I've witnessed that people often in, in large organizations or in their business feel that they are constrained or trapped by, you know, the conditions around them and, you know, the market trends or, you know, the, the business plan that they're working towards. And I feel at this time it's so important to realize, as you said, that our blocks, our inner blocks, when we recognize those and work to let them go, we step into that creatorship and we step into that ability to say, even though external conditions are X, I can do this inside and have a positive influence on everything around me by working on the inside. So it's not just about being a leader of a business or organization. It's about being a leader for yourself, stepping up for yourself and saying, I'm ready to take responsibility and I'm ready to acknowledge my powerful abilities and my creatorship and to use that to create exactly the experience I wish to be living. You know, I think that's wonderful. And it still comes down to the connection with your intuition and that plays a vital role in everything we do. So how do we get that? How do we, how do we get that and keep that intuition going full steam? Yes. I would like to suggest that everybody has those intuitive moments and that we just, we're so busy, busy that we're not recognizing them. And everybody has intuition and has the ability to connect with it so in the book and through the model I've suggested a little exercise that you can do just to make some space and sit down and say to your body show me what yes feels like show me that those signals that my body gives me when um, there's a yes indication or things are positive and then to pay attention to that and kind of notice that oh I get a, a tingling in my chest or I feel light at the top of my head whatever that is pictures colors sounds and then to do the process again and say okay body show me what the no is and to pay attention to that and then to practice and use that indication that the body is giving with you know small things at first you know is this the best choice for me to eat today or something you know these little things that you can use to tune in to say I'm going to practice this that are not particularly high risk. So you're going to be having fun using them. And as you do, the signals get stronger and, and your intuition and your body says, she's listening. I'm going to really give it to her now. And so it just gets stronger and stronger. And before you know it, your signals are coming before you've even finished asking the question. And trusting that guidance comes from following the actions. So if you, for example, it's something that I uh, my personal <laughs> experience, I've often um, asked, you know, is it good for me to eat peanut butter today? Because I know peanut butter does give me a little bit of a headache. And so if I say, um, should, is peanut butter the best choice for me? I get a no very often. And sometimes I say, thank you for that information. But on this occasion, I just really want to eat a peanut butter sandwich. And I'm willing to be responsible for the results of that if it's a headache or if I just feel a little bit off. So then my intuition knows I am listening, I'm not ignoring it, and it will stick around. But that way I'm getting the evidence of the guidance. So the more evidence, the more trust, and then the more present it is without you really needing to ask. So are you asking in a state of meditation or in an everyday situation? You're just putting it out there, whatever you're doing. This is the beauty of the process and of intuition. You don't have to be in a meditative state. If you take the time to practice and to tune into and to regularly, you know, pay attention to what the body's doing, you can just be using it automatically wherever you go, at the supermarket, at work, 
when you're thinking about relationships. If there's something, a bigger project or something, uh, a bigger issue that you're working on creating or resolving, sure, you can do it in a relaxed place or a meditative state, but you absolutely don't need to go to a space like that for your body to talk to you because it's talking all the time. And you might be familiar with times when you've walked into a room and you've just gone, oh, you know, you could cut the, the tension with a knife, that kind of stuff. Or somebody comes up to you and you think they're feeling a little bit, um, you know, not quite right. We've all had those moments where we've picked up on something instantly without even really asking for it. And it's turned out that, you know, that was accurate. They're often referred to as those gut feelings or hunches. That's your intuitive process. That's the psychophysical process that the body shows you to uh, indicate that your intuition wants you to be aware of something. Oh, wow. You know, I remember like, uh, oh gosh, it could have been 25, maybe even 30 years ago for me. I was, um, I asked a question and I said, but you got to show it to me. You got to show me the answer here. You got, and I said, okay, I'm driving this little MGB car and I was in Florida and I said, show me the, the, the turn signals were not working on the little car. <laughs> and I said, show me the answer. Right means this and left means that. And then son of a gun, I did it and it worked. And it's like, whoa, thank you. Wow. Now it hadn't worked in a long time, but it's something like that, that just like it proved everything to me. It's like yes. the universe is listening regardless. And I wasn't in a meditative state. I was driving a car. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's always there. It's just waiting to be referred to, waiting to be asked. And we're taught not to, not to, you know, you're taught to think about it, use your head, be logical. And so we often tune those out, but you know, that things like that happen all the time. And how many times in your life has something happened and you've just thought, oh, I knew that would happen. Yeah. You don't know how you knew it, but you absolutely knew it. And that's intuition. And often we say universe, universe, give me a clue. Well, intuition and universe are they're, they're the same, essentially. Your intuition is connected to that super consciousness, that understanding and knowing of absolutely everything. And that's, you know, a, a quantum conversation, but it's there and it can be trusted. Yes. Yeah. And it, it, it's so exciting when, when it just sort of, oh, <laughs> goodness, this is fun. I got to yeah. do it again, you know, and it's, it just encourages you that I love the fact that you don't have to be in a meditative state to get the answers. You can get it just by walking down the street yes. in, in real life. It's there for us. And I think that's something that we all miss. We're, we're all trying to um, get into that state where we can be aware, but living is that state. Absolutely. And, you know, when you're running a business or if you're leading a team or working on a project, you don't have time to just pop into your office and meditate for 20 minutes to figure okay. it out. Right. So being able to make it a part of the daily practice or the process of how you go about your day means that it is just another part of your leadership style, the way that you interact with people, the way that you review information, your decision making. And so in the book, I've really tried to put it into the context of decision making. It supports your ability to take all the knowledge, the data, all of your industry expertise and everything you've ever known about your, your job and your role and couple that with your intuitive guidance. So you've got domain expertise, but you can very quickly put things together on an intuitive level. So you're saving time, you're saving energy, and you're really starting to bring your work into alignment with your personal values. So if it's not feeling right, perhaps there's something that you personally, you wouldn't be aligned with in, in your personal life. And I think this is where we, we're wanting business and our leaders to go. Um, we're wanting to see communities. People are, are demanding that we move beyond, you know, just decisions for profit and bottom line motivations and wanting our, our organisations, our government structures to think about what kind of world do you actually want to live in? Do you want to live in a place that puts people second and puts the environment second behind, you know, big profit margins? 
So that's the intention behind the book, really, to help create the kind of place that I want to live in, where everybody feels connected and feels like a part of something and that they have the power to make positive changes and positively empower and influence others. So it sounds like that we need to stay out of our heads or let our emotions rule or bring them together so that you can make intelligent decisions. But I think, well, when I go into a business, I over-examine and I get too nitty-gritty. I'm neglecting my feelings about it and my intuition. Well, that's what we've been taught in schools. Yes, absolutely. And our emotions are an indicator from our intuition about, you know, the level of alignment that you feel with how you're living or what you're doing. So the Ascension Leadership Model includes a component where you review any of the, um, we call them negative emotions that might be influencing your worldview in a way that is not resourceful that is not supporting you to expand and to make positive steps forward so there is a a step where you go through and you liberate those trapped emotions anger sadness guilt hurt and fear and unforgiveness from the energy centers so that you can be free of the burdens and um, perhaps the 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 tinge of you know, it's a big bad world out there or I'm not good enough or people can't be trusted. And we can come from a space of, um, I guess, being clear and being more connected with that intuition and being able to see the world through the lens of possibility. And so then your emotions become a vehicle to help you be even more tuned in rather than something that kind of keep you stuck in old patterns of behaviour and default reactions. Wow. Yeah. So this is your leadership model, but how do you go about releasing those things that block you from um, actually getting those messages? There are a few ways that um, I've suggested in the Ascension Leadership Model. So um, because we're talking about business, we're, we're working with people in leadership roles who are very intelligent and who are very good at analyzing things. And so the one of the steps, the second pillar is values. And it's a process to go through and really have a look at how you think and your attitudes and beliefs and all of those, I guess, subconscious drivers that really inform your reactions and responses. And so there's a process within the model that allows you to identify uh, your thinking, current thinking style or thinking structure based on on Claire Graves' um, values levels. And then to upgrade anything that's not supporting you in your role and that is kind of keeping you a little bit stuck. And so once we've upgraded the thinking, the next step, pillar three, is all about energy. And that's where we go into the energy body, into the chakras. And there is a protocol then for making an inquiry using your intuition. Are there any negative emotions in my chakras? Yes or no from the body. And then there's a clearing process that allows you to let go of any anger you might be holding in your solar plexus or any sadness you might be holding in your heart. And there gives that gives you the opportunity then to let go of all of that and tap into even more energy so that you can be free of those old experiences and those old limitations and just move forward knowing that the world is always there to support you and that there's just unlimited possibility that that is really good now how do we bring it down to what just occurred where we have been um, stuck in our homes really not able to work except through the internet because of this COVID thing. How do we, I mean, that's fear-based anyway. We were supposed to be fearful of it. Absolutely. And that's what they have designed it as a fearful um, reality. But instead, it really shouldn't be so fearful because many people, many, 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 many people have uh, gone through this and stuck in their homes, but never got it. Yes. It's a, a deeper, a deeper um, conversation I, I know around, you know, what's happening politically and other agendas connected to the pandemic. But what I really have seen and feel is that people have lost confidence in their own agency to 
take care of themselves. And we are told take their own take, agency, agency their own, mean government their own, um, responsibility, their own ability. Oh, we're, okay. We're we're we are taught from a very early age to surrender absolutely everything to an authority, doctors, you know, policemen, politicians. So mm-hmm. you're told, and you know, you're in hypnosis. This is a prestige suggestion when a doctor says. Um, oh, you have this symptom, you you must have X illness. And you're like, oh, I have this illness. I better go and take this tablet that he told me to take. We are not uh, connected anymore as much as we used to be to our own sense of well-being and our own innate knowledge about how to maintain good uh, energetic strength and good immunity. And so the fear base around the pandemic was very much, I feel, and have seen about taking away our power. And this process, any anything that you do with energy, when you begin to become aware of your energy, you can notice, you know, am I holding fear or I'm feeling a little bit flat? Am I holding an emotion that's keeping me flat? Everything in the universe is vibration. Your listeners know that, you know that. So if we work, if we work to maintain our energetic vibration, that has positive knock-on effects for our physical being, for our immunity, for our energy levels to get out and do exercise and socialize and be with people. Working with your energy is just so important. And it's not that woohoo stuff anymore. I really see that this awareness, things like meditation, it is moving into the mainstream. And there are many CEOs and corporate organizations that encourage, you know, meditation and other energetic practices for their colleagues. Lunchtime meditation sessions. I'm fully on board with that. <laughs> <laughs> so in other words, even though they're throwing fear at you and saying you should be fearful, you're still in control of Absolutely. your thoughts and your the way that you are going to proceed, even if you're stuck at home. That yes. doesn't have to stop your creative powers or your personal power to expand, to grow. Absolutely. Because I'm now, well, I've been stuck at home, right? But it didn't, it hasn't stopped my business. Let's keep on. It keeps on going, I guess, because everybody else is stuck at home. They have something to listen to while they're stuck at home. <laughs> yes. And I guess there's been, you know, we've all been at home and had less opportunities to go out and socialize. So maybe more opportunities to reflect and say, what what can I do for me during this time? And so self-care is something that really came into the picture and people were, you know, starting to get back to basics and, and cooking things from first principles. Well, that's just our innate knowledge about food as medicine and how to heal. Right. So there, there were a, a large amount of people who were shifting back into that inner knowledge about how to take care of ourselves and how to really enhance our well-being. And, of course, when you go out and circulate, out in public you are aware of you know the circumstances and situations that are at play and and you're sensible and um you know don't go out of your way to make other people feel uncomfortable but if if we know that we have control and that we're taking care of our own energy and keeping ourselves fit and healthy there's no reason to hold fear it's all about really acknowledging as you said your own power wow i really like that and it's so true um And if we really stop and maybe a year from now, two years, we're going to look back and say, wow, that was really kind of a blessing. I stayed home and I was able to really mature into another way of living that I hadn't had the time to do before. So it, we will be looking back and saying, well, I guess maybe it wasn't so bad, or maybe we will say, yeah, that was terrible, but it just depends on where you're at and what you're feeding yourself yes and and your the view that you choose to have of things so it's been equally challenging but equally empowering for many people and even on a very small level I've known noticed that I I know all of my neighbors now whereas previously you get in the car in the morning you go out off to work and then you'd come home and it'd be dark and you wouldn't really see anybody. But everybody was now working from home and all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's my neighbour. And that connection even on a smaller level just in one street has happened and then the street over. So what we choose to look at after this is all over and done with or, you know, a year from now will really inform how we move in the future. If we choose to hang on to it was awful and bad, 
then dwelling in that energy of awful and bad is perhaps not the most empowering way. So perception is a really important part of how you create your reality. And this is where creatorship really comes into the Ascension Leadership Model and anything that you would teach your clients through hypnosis to, you know, use your powerful imagination to see the world that you would like to see it and have your unconscious mind support you to create that. Exactly. And that's what we're all about here. Law of attraction, what we think we're going to bring to us, whether we hate the the situation as it has been for the last year or fearful of it, it's up to us to change our mind. And yes. that's the most we need to take responsibility for ourselves and our own creation. And I think that's what your book is pointing out as well, is that it's not that difficult to change. No, it's just willingness to yeah. a willingness to review and to because it's not always there's not always nice stuff on the inside. I mean, we're very good at, at bringing our niceness, uh, you know, ninety percent of the time. But we're all carrying things that are perhaps not really pleasant when you really look at them. They are the things that have shaped us and that have gotten us to where we are. But they're also the things that don't serve us if we continue to carry them as burdens. So having that willingness to look within and to say, what can I let go of? Do I need this belief anymore? Do I need to hang on to that old grudge? Is it okay for me to now forgive? That's where your ability to create becomes so much stronger because when you do that, when you let go of those those things, those burdens and those shadows, you have so much more energy for putting into the positive visualizations and getting into the vortex and manifesting those things. Yeah, right, right. So it it really is up to us. Now, we can do this without hypnosis, just by but your book really helps guides us into the process. Yes. So whilst um, the steps within the model are not strictly hypnosis, I've included med meditation processes. And so meditation doesn't have to be, you know, sitting still on a mountaintop for two hours chanting on. It is something that is a personal process. And, you know, I hear a lot of my clients say, oh, I'm not good at it. I just can't do it right. I always encourage people to understand that a moment of presence can be meditation, that five minutes you spend having a cup of tea, if you're just still with that and really aware of that, that can be a meditation. But through using um, an opportunity for meditation, it is creating the stillness in the mind, bypassing that the ego, the monkey mind that's always talking and chatting and going to a deeper place where you can uh, create positive affirmations or positive visualizations that the subconscious mind will then accept as being real because it doesn't differentiate between imagination and reality. It just files it all in the same way it does a memory. Right. So by going through those processes, you can then get the subconscious mind on board and collaborating with you to bring you what you want. And that works both ways. So that's why we have to be very watchful of the things that we think about and dwell on. Yes, we have to monitor our thoughts. And that's very important. And it's so easy to forget that, especially when we get into a state. But because everything is now, I don't know about Australia, but uh, in the US, we're starting to get back to normal. They're taking away the mask, the you don't have to stay at home, you can go out, they're opening up everything. How's it in Australia? We've been very lucky in Australia. Um, we've had um, very good management of, you know, community outbreaks. And some would say that it's been a little bit harsh, you know, lockdowns and those kinds of things. Um, at the moment, we have no community transmission. So everybody is starting to return to normal and return to workplaces. Um, and that brings with it, you know, a little bit of um, perhaps change in routine, you know, we're still social distancing, but by and large, I feel that Australia has been very lucky in that we haven't seen um, some of the, the really big outbreaks that we've seen happening in Europe and in the States. Yeah. And I've felt just so blessed to be living where I'm living um, and having this experience, you know, in a place that I have a bit more space and I'm able to get close to the trees and the garden and those things. So hopefully Australia is starting to, to move into the next phase and um, we'll see where it all up. goes. Yeah, com completely open up. 
yeah have all the businesses now the businesses like the retail shops have been closed in australia as well yes yes many of the businesses retail is um as i understand it um fully open again everybody's taking precautions you know there's they're still asking you to um or recommending wearing masks on public transport but it's no longer mandatory obviously going to restaurants you need to to sign in so that if they do need to do any contact tracing they know who to call um and hand sanitizer is the new norm as you walk through the door of any shop so you know um I think a lot of the businesses are returning back to regular trading, but with some some new little additions that are just providing that comfort so that people can feel like, feel there are safety nets in place for when they're out in public. And, you know, things kind of ebb and flow a little bit, but um, we are, we're certainly feeling an easing of those restrictions and, and starting to feel like we're returning. I guess they're calling it the new normal. Yeah, <laughs> um, so, yeah that, that's been the catchphrase. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I kind of wish it would get back to normal, but you know, it's like the, the difficulty is you don't know who to believe. Yes. That's the difficulty. Um, do you believe the doctor? They say, no, you don't believe the doctor. Do you? So again, you're going to, you have to go back to your intuition on everything on Absolutely. business level, but every aspect of your life and this is the perfect opportunity perhaps this was the divine message of it all is to get back to us and to learn about our minds so that we can manifest or create a better situation for everyone yes absolutely go back into that uh, intuition and that self-inquiry and Take responsibility and acknowledge your power, even though the external conditions are, you know, this this situation, whatever happens on the inside is the point of power. That's where you have absolute control. So you can thrive in challenging, challenging times to be constantly reviewing and, and upgrading your beliefs and your attitudes and looking at maybe those self-sabotage behaviours or that self-doubt to be really in control of your energy no matter how bad things are externally in the world out there, if you've got really good understanding of what's happening on the inside, that's going to help you move through with ease and grace. Exactly. And that's so important. I think that's a big message of your book is that we are returning now to our personal power. We're not listening so much to the exterior. We can let go of everything and it's just a time that we can feel our own power to create. Yes, right. Right? absolutely. And when you do, there is that shift that other people sense. They may not be consciously aware of it. So it is so important for us to now each take responsibility for ourselves to allow and enable other people to, to do the same. You create that energetic vibration that causes other people to say, hey, something good's going on over there. And they feel inspired and uplifted by that. And maybe even will say, what's going on with you? You're, you're really bright and bubbly or you really seem to be dealing with things and, and getting good outcomes. And that is how by doing the work on ourselves, it benefits everyone around us. So it's so important that, that we work on ourselves and take that opportunity to, to do us first. And that enables and, and uplifts everybody else. You know, and that's true with leadership. You have to be at that feel-good, wonderful place if you're going to attract those people to you. Yes. You don't want to attract the people that are just really um, unstable. You want to attract yeah. those good people to you. And you can only do that if your vibration is high. Yeah, I'm basic, basic capacity is more of attraction, isn't it? Yeah. What, you, what you're putting out is coming back in. So that's, again, that's why we do the work on us. It, it helps other people to align to that vibration and perhaps reflect on their own stuff, but it brings you the people and the circumstances and situations that will help you achieve your ultimate goal for your business or your career or whatever area you're working in. So it's just, it's just so important. Wow. If you want to change the world, start with what's inside. Yeah, right. That's a good point. If you're not happy with what's going on in the world, then change the way that you're thinking so that you can help change the world. 
Yes. It's really an inner thing. And, and uh, we keep on looking at the exterior. Why is this going on? Why don't they just stop it? But the truth is we've got to correct what we are recognizing on the outside in order to change what's in the inside. So that in itself is the route to come becoming a better community, becoming a better leader, becoming yes. a better, having a better life. Yes. Yes. Creating more meaning and purpose in your life by doing that work and seeing people around you inspired to do the work too. It's like the twist at the of the last episode of the last season of a show that you've been watching for a very long time. I had the power inside me all along. It was all about me. So, you know, it, does, it can take time to get on board with that notion. And, you know, we can, we're slow learners. The human brain is actually quite slow and we go, well, that's not going to work for me or I'm not smart enough to figure that out. And there's trial and error and ups and downs. But it's the willingness to, you know, commit to doing that work and to be consistent with it and to say, okay, that hasn't quite worked out and I'll try again and just to keep it up and to, until it becomes a habit and a regular practice. And that's when you really start to notice without even trying, just by doing what you're doing, you've created a mental and emotional shift. And all of a sudden that is being reflected externally. So it's a beautiful journey. And it's something that, you know, as I said, it's not always easy. There'll be stuff that comes up that you think, oh, I didn't know I was still hanging on to that. Mm -hmm. But when you let it go, when you find it and then go, all right, out, <laughs> off you go, that's a beautiful moment. That's really empowering. Yeah, it is. There's also another thought that just crossed my mind. When you um, find yourself not creating the way that you want to create, your life is not good and you start examining, then you start examining the people around you. And then you notice, wait a minute, they're all like me. They're not helping to show me what's what is really out there. So we are attracting those people around us that can actually lower our vibration, right? Yes, that's something that we all got to pay attention to. Yes, because it's up to us if we can bring those people around us, that's going to help us flourish and automatically keep us on a higher vibration. We yes. don't have to put with put up with the lower vibration. We don't have to stop loving them, but we don't need them around us all of the time. Well, it's hard work if you're, you know, if you're spending your day and, you know, the, the book is written in the context of leadership and business, but the model is applicable to any life area. But if you're spending your day with people who are not willing to take responsibility, who are always leaning to the negative perspective, you get home at the end of the day and you're just exhausted. Your energy is drained. You're, you're in your own spiral of negative self-talk. If you're you know, t doing that reflection and saying, why am I attracting these people? And, you know, letting go of some of those things, all of a sudden those people just kind of go into the background or they have their own shift and they step up to a, a more positive viewpoint and you're attracting more and more positive people in. At the end of the day, you're energized. I've been, I've spent the day with people who share my vision, who are positive, who are creative, who are always, you know, wanting to talk about inspired ideas. So again, it just comes back to how important it is to take responsibility and do the inner work. Oh, wow. That is such a big lesson right there. And, you know, we need those constant reminders. And your book really will help us dramatically to let go and to, to follow our intuition and yes. to say, hey, you know what? We're okay. We're all right. We're going to make We're it. Okay. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, it's Courtney tried and tested. This is all stuff that I've learned over years of doing my own work and working with other people. And I know that these tools, when they're used in this way, the interconnection of them, they just each support each other. So having one tool in isolation is fabulous. But when you've got a, a model of all of these tools together and use them all together, it just provides so much growth. It's just an amazing way to review and upgrade your life situation. You know, that is really terrific. Now, where can we find a copy of your book? 
Well, the book is available through all the regular places online um, and also at my own website, the leadershipascensionacademy.com and also at courtneyjonescoaching.com. So if you, if you just Google the leader within, seven steps to ascension leadership and intuition in business, you'll find me. And um, I'm happy for any of your listeners to get in touch if they have any questions about the model or would like to know, you know more about how all the tools fit together. And, you know, if, if you're in business, why wouldn't you take advantage of reading this book where you're going to find your own power, you're going to attract more things to you, you're going to learn more about your intuition and let go of the stuff that's blocking you. This, this is perfect. This is it's perfect. a no brainer, right? No brainer. No brainer. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and coming on to the show today. I so appreciate it. And I am going to have links below that everybody can go to your website and um, actually purchase the book because it's on Amazon, right? And it is, yep. All the major online retailers. Um, so Noble, things like that. Yep, wherever you get your books from, that's where I am. Okay, good. And we can also get it from your website. Yes, Leadership Ascension Academy. And that's the academy that I set up to um, to distribute books and trainings and any of the, the leadership and personal development um, tools and programs that I have. And also my uh, personal coaching website, which is CourtneyJonesCoaching.com. Okay, so we can actually go to you to get more information, take courses, yes. and um, develop everything to be that leader that we've always wanted to be. Is that correct? Absolutely. And I've, I've recently uh, launched a course that supports the book. So I've broken up each of those pillars and each of those steps into a module. So I know for me, I can read a book and then I'll put it down and walk away from it yeah. and not think about it again. And, and, you know, we're busy people and that happens. And so I have found that I like someone to guide me through the process. So the course is broken down into some easy modules that address each of the steps and you can work through that at your own pace. It's just like having somebody just to help to help you to dig a little bit deeper and to hold your hand through some of those processes. And it allows us to just really um, commit to doing the work without having to say, I'll read the book and remember the next day everything that I'm supposed to do. You can work through the course and it really helps it to, to sink in at a much deeper level. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. It sounds fantastic. I think I got to go get a copy myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Courtney, for coming on today. I so appreciate it. Wealth of knowledge here. And it's exactly the perfect timing uh, that everybody needs to gravitate towards this. So thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.